0: welcome to plausible foolishness we are the two kings of the rube empire i'm the mad scientist the ivory tower the philosopher king i'm matt and i've got a perspective on things i
1: have an opinion opinion, a perspective perspective, nay nay, a a mandate To express to day. today. I called this Council of the Kings, and I invited our royal subjects to the, the battle that's about to happen. Because a few things have transpired. Obviously, the world is going um, exactly how the Bible would say. Uh, to hell in a handbasket? Is that the biblical verse? Hell in I thought it was basket. a rocket
0: ship. A rocket ship? They had rocket ships back then, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. <sighs> They had towers that you know towers that were babbled, but I I don't know yeah. about rocket ships. You know they I mean? had towers
0: so, to the heavens. But, that's right, yeah, stargates ah, and all that. Yeah,
2: turned to babble, So I mean, I, I guess <sighs> we're there <laughs> now. Boys and girls, uh, I
1: got a little righteously angry because here's the thing, man. I I don't hold it against people that are non-believers, which I I, I really you know. Based on Romans, I think that's the most absurd way of describing someone who rejects God. But um, Romans 1 says that we, we all know that God exists. But what I would say is this. Um, I'm getting real biblical today. Sorry, I'm getting in there. People that choose to reject Christ and God, okay? Mm-hmm. I don't hold it against them. When they mess up the Bible. Okay, I, I don't, right? I don't hold it against them, right? When when I see things online where people are like, oh my goodness, like, you know, what does the Bible say about a baby dying? And the Bible doesn't care, even though it's very clear in the Bible that um, God absolutely detests the murder of children. I think Bat did a phenomenal job of breaking down Molech worship uh, yesterday and how much God
0: hates children. Mean, he specifically the death of calls children. out Molech in, I think, uh, Leviticus. I-
1: Yes, yeah, specifically, because it's such a disgusting thing. Christ even talks about just leading a child astray. It, 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 it would be better for you to to literally anchor yourself to a boulder and throw yourself into the sea yes. than to lead a, a child away. So if you're, yeah, which like, is a imagine, giant
0: grinding stone for the processing of <sighs> grain. Yes, <It> took <laughs> like animals to turn it.
1: Like God makes it clear. And what's funny is they'll use, like, uh, a Bible reference out of Leviticus, I think the one that they used was reparations in Deuteronomy, to kind of skew a verse. Like, now, this isn't the crux we're talking about, but they literally use a Deuteronomy reference when it talks about a man incidentally killing a baby of a pregnant woman. And obviously, in that Bible verse, clearly the man didn't mean to kill the woman or kill, or, or kill the baby that the woman was carrying. Yeah. and there's a rep, there's a reparations that happens. There's a, um, a, a fee that has occurred because clearly the man didn't intentionally try to kill the baby, so you're right. not going to kill the guy. Yeah, it was yeah. an accident. It happened. The Bible talks about these accidental things, like if you accidentally kill your 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 buddy's bull, you got to you got to give back the bull, you know. So clearly, you can't go and manslaughter. Yes, right. But it still happened. It, it it happens, right? So clearly the reparation is not you jumping into your buddy's wife and giving him a child. Like, that's not how you do it, right? Like, we, we would use our, our common sense to say, okay, this passage is not telling you that it's okay to kill a baby. What this passage is saying is it's not okay to kill a baby, but there's a nuance understanding that you didn't mean to do that. But you've got to pay for that in some form or fashion. Yep. And what's funny is, rando jabroni online tried to use this to validate killing babies. And I said, actually, you just refuted yourself. You validated the Texas bill by literally affirming the Texas bill that if you decide to kill a baby, you should have to pay for it. AKA Planned Parenthood, which I thought was hilarious. Now, if you're a quote, non-believer, and I use that word very loosely because that's not real. Int- but
0: Just to interrupt real quick. An interesting side note is that Budley Allen brings up uh did you see that the church of satan is trying to bypass the texas bill by declaring it a religious uh, abortion of religious right <laughs> they consider it they consider it a ritual in their church in their church in their they're monstrosity killed. and uh and so they're trying to bypass it by claiming it's a religious right
2: which is very intriguing Not enforced by government. It's not enforced by the government. It's enforced by people suing in civil court, and they made that legal. Mm. That's the only thing they did: is making it legal to sue somebody for killing a baby past six weeks. But you couldn't. You couldn't legislate. You couldn't protect Planned
1: Parenthood in a religious right of killing your baby. That you. You've literally you've accomplished what you wanted to accomplish. But now I'm suing. Planned Parenthood for doing that to a child. Now, which makes yep. sense. Now, what's funny is people that are unbelievers, and again, I use that term incredibly loosely based on Romans 1, will try to twist the scripture just like Satan does. Anyways, to try to uh, invalidate the word, and they always come up flat. Now, what's funny and sad is when non believers do this, and I use that loosely again. But what's infuriating is when professing followers of Christ use this to willfully make whatever they want happen, happen, okay? So, you know, obviously it's sad when when, when I question your faith when you, as a follower of Christ, try to justify murdering a baby. You know, we'll leave that one alone for now because you guys talked about it last week. But this is the one that got me a little triggered today. Only a little. Just just a bit. Just that just that much. Let me give you the background boys. Uh, Matt Chandler, incredibly popular evangelical pastor. Okay, big time in the Southern Baptist Convention, which is sadly dying faster than the wwe right now now here's the thing (laughs) about the southern baptist convention they've gone full woke we know this they have literally voted in a president who has on record been caught plagiarizing plagiarizing sermons which is hilarious because that violates like four of the ten commandments but we'll leave that alone for right now but one of the mainstay guys for many years was matt chandler and let me tell you this To this day, one of the best sermons I have ever heard came from Matt Chandler when he was talking about what happens as a follower of Christ, that the reality is it is not health, wealth, and prosperity that is promised to Christ followers. And he used the example of all of the apostles having horrendously horrific deaths at the hand of following Jesus Christ. No, Because many Christians, to this day, believe in a prosperity gospel that is not even remotely biblical whatsoever.
0: Well, they believe in we uh, are... in Genie Jesus.
1: Genie <laughs> Jesus is going to make me healthy, wealthy, and
2: wise. That's not how it works. Yeah. Hold on. Get my Bible, read my Bible. Yeah. G- yeah. <laughs> no, nope, nothing
1: happened. God, help me live my best life now. No, that that's not... <laughs> How the Bible describes it. Oh, it says just, in this world, beautiful. Yeah, right, nope. it's not beautiful. And, and listen, Matt Chandler came after the Benny Hens of the world, the uh, Joyce Myers of the world, all of these psychopaths that peddle this heresy. And I clapped him and still clap him for coming after it because it's not the gospel. Mm-hmm. Anything other than the true word of God True Christ is not the gospel. Prosperity gospel is not gospel at all, at all. It's not in the gospel. It's not even in there, not remotely, okay? Now, with that being said, just because you've been amazing on one subject doesn't mean you can't fall for another subject. Now, let me preface this, boys. Bear with me one minute to explain this. And I say this from a position, not of authority, not of of sanctimony or thinking that I'm better than anybody else. Because uh, I'm currently uh, doing a Bible study on Wednesday nights. I just joined one, I should say. And uh, we're talking about the life of David, right? And David started off with so much promise, right? He had so much faith in God, did all these amazing things. The last few years of David's life were hell, okay? The guy went from the highest heights, <laughs> slaughtering Goliath, being the second king of Israel, um, uh, well, there destroying some low, there all— There were
0: some low lows there, too, where Saul was hunting sure, him sure. And, and all that.
1: 100%. Low lows, ascends to the top, writes psalms, writes big portions of the Bible, and in the end, makes some really bad decisions, and he is running for his life again <laughs> from his son towards the end, okay? Mm-hmm. And I say that by saying this, you can be absolutely the best man in the moment for God. You could be a man after God's own heart and still mess up and still fall to the sea. That's why it's impertinent on us to be Bereans, be in the word all the time so that we don't fall for the what Paul calls it, the uh, uh, nice sounding doctrines that are floating out there. And my man, Matt Chandler, has fallen for one of those doctrines, a.k.a. CRT, which we have talked about ad nauseum on this program, okay? Which is the idea that the entire world is based on oppressor and oppressive and there's a hegemony and essentially what it boils down to is every white person is racist no matter if uh, they're evil. Okay? That's what it comes up to. Huh? The hegemony? Hegemony, I don't even know how to say it. It's so ridiculous, okay? That's how ridiculous it is, all right? But hegemoni. here's the thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So here's the thing. When you prescribe to this idea that you're inherently sinful, not because you were born with sin nature, like the Bible describes, but because of your skin color. And your history. history. You're a colonizer.
0: Yeah. When you talk over over each other, one of you suffers. Like, we can't understand you, Dusty, because you're talking over somebody. Sorry. What did you say? Hey,
2: Dusty. Uh, Don't forget that we're also colonizers. So we have that going against us because of our history. Yes. So because our history of colonizing, we are even more at the detriment and need to be oppressed for our whiteness. Mm. Yes,
1: because you too lack melanin, you're racist, okay? That, that is essentially what it comes down to. You're evil, you are the white devil, okay? Now, yeah. there are a lot of pastors that stood up against the prosperity gospel you know, and I hate to name names, but J.D. Greer, and David Platt, and Matt Chandler, who did a phenomenal job of debunking and destroying prosperity gospel, now are suckling on the teat of the
0: social justice Ibram
1: Yeah, Ibram X. Kendi mm-hmm. and white fragility, and all of these things that are not found in the
0: Bible now, and doctrines not created by Christians. Even, you know, or people who even profess to be Christian.
1: Here's the thing, kiddos. Christ died for every single sin. Known, unknown, confessed, not confessed. In CRT, there is no absolution. Let me repeat that. There's none. You are progressively working off your whiteness. And your oppressive status and whatever—it it, just—it is continual cycle. You will never be clean. You always have to work, which is literally the Catholic doctrine. It is literally, you have to work towards your salvation, which is ironically like every religion that's false in the world. So now, this—it's re- it, a religion. It's not science. It is religion. Critical race theory is that. But when you are a follower of Christ, a preacher of that gospel and you try to merge a false gospel with the true gospel you get a false gospel it's really simple Mm -hmm. you can't take a vial of poison pour it in water and think the water's going to dilute it it's poison water now think about it right but my man matt chandler and i say that loosely as well did it again. Now, Matt Chandler's on record for saying, and you're like, well, Ray, he's out of context. I had one of my buddies and I love him. He's like, you know, th- he was taken out of context. And I sent him the clip that I sent you guys later, earlier today.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: after he watched it, he's like, yeah, there's no way of saving that context. I was like, it's impossible. You cannot be a follower of Christ and make these statements, for example. Before the statement that I'm about to talk about, Matt Chandler went on record in front of his congregation and literally said, when I make a choice for a pastor, when it comes down to ranking people, if it's a white guy that's an eight versus a black guy that's a seven, I'm gonna take the black guy that's a seven every single time. I'm still looking for the chapter and verse where that is biblical whatsoever. Do you guys have you
0: guys heard of that one before? Yeah, I've heard that one before. But you see Jesus wasn't dealing with the the See sla- America's slavery was different. Yeah, it was worse than Roman slavery, correct? Yeah, because this was the first uniquely race-based race a uh, uh, slavery supposedly. <laughs>
2: Um. Uh, objection! Objection!
0: Yeah.
2: Go ahead, counsel. Um. W- w- weren't white people the first uh, people to be enslaved in America? Objection, your honor. Too real. <laughs> Before they even went to Africa to bring them from the slaves there and bought them from the slavers there to be slaves here the they were the people there were already enslaving white people from europe sure yeah, yeah.
0: here's here's the deal Here. technically the, the first slaves were not white people they were indentured servants which was very very harsh most people didn't make it through to the end of their contracts to where they would no. be freed yes but An interesting interesting note, though, is the first slaveholder in America, the first person was a a freed indentured servant himself. He made it through to his contract and then owned other indentured servants and went to court after one of his indentured servants completed their contract, went to court to, to claim that no... That contract doesn't matter, and he's mine forever. That The person that went to court was a black man. No. The person he went to court against to become, to own for life, was also a black man. Well, that's weird. Yeah. Irony? So, but in its with- <laughs> origins, now, did it become, Did did we grow that... <laughs> Mindset into abject, abhorrent racism.
1: Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, the whole thing was abhorrent, right? Sure. Whole situation
0: indentured servitude and, and, was abhorrent. Slavery was abhorrent. Owning somebody for their entire life was abhorrent. The Jews didn't even do that, you know. Well, like they were seven years they do exactly. You exactly. Yep. Like built into yeah. their culture was freedom. You know, which was handed down
1: by God, too, by the way, if you look at Exodus and Deuteronomy and Numbers all specifically talks about how you can never keep a slave beyond six years. The seventh year you are released, you're you're free. Mm -hmm. That's how it works. So every time that people are like, oh, the Bible advocates slavery. No, no, no. Not like you think slavery is. And a lot of times it was spoil of war situations where, okay, do, do I go in and kill every woman and child? in this nation, or do we say, hey, listen, we'll just take them under our covering, okay? And they're our servants for six years, and then we let them go, you know? It, it is what it is. Now,
2: hopefully that means so, Our beliefs.
1: Hopefully, but, you know, the, the, when the Bible talks about whoring in November, I laugh a little bit, because, uh, just a side note, uh, my Bible study today, uh, the Jewish men got in trouble in a city called Shittim, and I, and I, I kid you not, the city was called Shittim, And they were whoring themselves out to Moabite women in the city of Shittim. And I can get away with it because it's an actual name. Now, (laughs) side note, fun times. Fun Bible reading today. It's in the Bible. You can say it. Now, (laughs) that being said, Chandler is on record for saying that a a qualification for being a pastor in his church is your melanin count, which is absolutely against the word of God and is anti-biblical. It is horribly Horribly not biblical. Because in Christ, we are neither Jew nor Greek, no women or male. It's made out pretty clear in the Bible. And in the qualifications to be a pastor and found in Timothy, and Titus, non-existent when it comes to melanin count. No one said, hey, by the way, are you a Jew or are you a Gentile? In fact, Paul rails against that and says uh, that's completely, you know, anyways, he goes after Judaism Anyway, now, that being said, today, which prompted the September surprise, a.k.a. the strong one showing up to dominate as usual, came in this breakdown. Matt Chandler goes up and says a couple things, and I'll I'll, I'll just say the first one. He goes up and says, you know, at risk of ridicule, at risk of persecution,
0: at risk of being loved by the world.
1: Yeah. (laughs) at, At risk of ridicule. Pastors must stand up against racism. And everyone, as a follower of Christ, can we please point to the passage where we are to be racist towards our brother and sister?
0: Can you find it? Doesn't exist. Hold on. So, hold on. I'm Googling, seeing if it's on Google. Google.
2: Nope. Google's coming up a blank.
0: Okay, are you sure? So if you're all I think Google <laughs> would have something. <laughs> I think big tech would have something to say on that subject.
1: Big tech knows everything, yes. um, now, even the made up the stuff. Yes, even the made up stuff. Those reptilian people. Now, here's the thing. Okay, the Bible doesn't advocate racism. In fact, we are not to treat men impartially. Not at all. Paul rips Peter for doing it for the Judaizers back when the church was being founded. Mm -hmm. There's so much verses that reference to that, that God looks on the inside of a man's heart, not its outward appearance, that's from 1 Samuel. You, You can read it over and over and over again, and you can find this in the Bible, okay? Now, that being said, to assume that the body of Christ, the bride of Christ, is harboring these racist entities in 2021 is as laughable as believing that you have a 100% chance of dying from COVID. It's not there. Mm-hmm. It's overhyped. Sorry. Yeah. You got a 0.001% chance of dying from Rona, even if you get it. Same thing with the amount of racist, like actual racist in congregations right now. You would be hard-pressed to find Jethro who thinks that brown people are mad. Sorry. Conversely, I wouldn't accuse anybody else of that, but it's going to be hard to find racism in America in 2021, especially in Bible-believing, New Testament-based churches, especially those Protestant ones. It's going to be hard. Go ahead.
0: I just wanted to thank Dusty for voluntarily paying his taxes. Your liege lords, thank you. That's
2: what I do. I am the I U- didn't say captain. speak. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the best part is just waiting for the silence and making that really awkward. But now, now here's the beautiful thing.
0: <laughs> All right, you if can speak. Come back audio. on.
1: <laughs> if you're listening to the audio portion of this dusty just makes me laugh but hey dusty <laughs> silence now anyways no i'm just kidding but so it's going to be hard pressed to find that no offense you're just not going to find it and in fact you're not going to find a congregation of people that affirm these thought processes especially in 2021 i'm sorry i hate to break it to you it's not there there's nobody from the pulpit preaching that Black people are less than unless you're in a Mormon church. Oh wait, did that slip out and say? But they're not really Christians, anyways. But now here's the thing. That being said, to infer that there's just this closet racism and that you're going to get persecuted as a pastor for speaking up is laughable. That's already laughable already. Yeah, it's a
0: nice straw. This man. is like implicit bias, you know, the, yep. the 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 shadow monster that you can't find anywhere or. Systemic racism. Name the system. What system is that? Oh, it's that white people exist in America. That's the system. Uh, there it is. Actually, it's I would point to the Democratic Party, but whatever. Agree to disagree. I'll name the system Old Tatooine.
2: <laughs> Old
0: Tatooine? That's funny. Dad joke. I hate you. <laughs>
1: Or, or affirmative action, because it actually takes racist steps against Asians in America, because yeah. it makes it harder for and them. And who's the to proponent of
0: there. that? The, the Democratic Democrats.
1: Party. Yes. Gotcha. Shout out, shout out to Shang-Chi. Amazing movie, if you guys haven't seen it yet. Now, here's the thing.
0: Okay. Not yet. We'll cover that later.
1: Now, here's the thing. So statement one, Bride of Christ is harboring these racists, and that if you speak out against racism as a pastor, you're going to get persecuted. That's a blatant bullcrap lie, it's not true, it's real. Mm-hmm. Now, the statement that followed was even, even more insidious. So not only are you a racist if you are not a CRT fan as our boy is, who has whored himself out to the city of Shittim with the Moabite women, AKA Matt Chandler, I'm using it all day, I'm sorry. I'm in the word right now, buddy. I'm in the word, Dusty, don't knock the fire. Now, with that being said, after you've done this, you have merged two faiths together that got all of those guys killed. By the way, those Israelites. But I'll leave that one alone. It's so like voodoo oh, yeah. or
0: Santeria. Yeah. So you
1: know? yeah. So you, you've you've merged the CRT religion, which is patently ungospel, with the gospel, and then accused people who disagree with your heresy as racist. Now the the, the affirming statement that Mr. Chandler comes up with is, well, I want you to go find somebody that looks different than you, AKA a black person, so that you understand that you're racist, but don't find the black person that agrees that CRT is evil and antithetical to the gospel. Because if you do, those black people they're just looking for affirmation and status. AKA they're an uncle Tom. Point of order.
0: Yeah. The chair, the what chair recognizes st- uh, dusty.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what kind of status can you get when you go to somebody who has a more, a higher melanin count than I have? Um, and ask them, hey, do you agree with this, this, and this? And they go, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, I agree with that. Okay, great. What what status are they attaining? Uh, I don't understand. Is, did I miss a meeting somewhere where this was all discussed and I just wasn't invited? Chairman, yeah. I would like to.
0: No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, just look at like, you know, Larry Elder, Thomas Sowell. Cody Bakem who's in the new Uncle yeah. Tom 2 by the way. Yep. Um uh Mash Terey um you know our boy Topher. you know they are they, tons of st- status. Like Topher's a number 1 Billboard recording artist. And you know it's because yeah. he was with a major label. I think he was on what um He's on Beyoncé's label, right? Or not Beyoncé, no, uh, oh. what's his face? Um I think the promotion
1: is called self promotion. Have you heard of that one before?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's no that's the one. Who who married Beyonce? I can't remember his name. Uh, the Satan worshiper Jay Z. Jay Z. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. He's the one who does who runs self promotions, right? No, not at all. No. Oh, who runs self promotions? Uh, uh, himself. Oh, to for himself. Oh, so he's to- he, Topher, he, So he started his own. Promotion co- company ears, What?
1: He went independent with no help from any label whatsoever and got banned.
0: Why? <laughs> Maybe <laughs> because... because he had a pay- is it because the culture doesn't agree with his views?
2: I think it's it. more because he, uh, he was starting to become successful on his own.
0: Mm. Okay. How? That's a problem. Because then it leads me to believe... You know, and and this is just me thinking out loud, crazy racist white person over here, that Matt Chandler might be the one who's seeking status and affirmation. Stop. Hold the press. Because it seems that the culture, the wave of culture of this world, this present darkness, is pushing CRT and not the actual gospel. Listen, all Matt Chandler said
1: was, if you don't agree with me in CRT, you're a racist white person. And if you're black and you don't agree with CRT, you're an Uncle Tom. Nothing racist about that.
0: Yeah. So all black people should agree with their white overlord, Matt Chandler. Now, well, sorry, sorry. Not their overlord. No, 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 their white superior.
1: No, 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 no. Matt Chandler. You're mixing that up. All black people are a monolith and should all think the same way because that's how people that are black should do things.
0: Says so, their su- white superior Matt Chandler.
1: I mean, yeah, I mean if you're if you're gonna put a label on it,
0: yeah, which it's is Biden. in no way okay. that's not white supremacy which a, though.
1: Which is in yeah, in no way racist.
0: Yeah, that's not no, that's not white supremacy at all. He's anti-racist. <laughs> Which is actual racism? Yeah, which is white supremacy in a new convoluted logic <laughs> rapping. Now it's
2: got a pretty bow.
0: Say that again. <laughs> it's
2: got a pretty bow. Yeah, it's racism. Well, it's, it's it's so hard. Racism.
0: It's so hard to follow <laughs> that you it takes it takes you on such a circuitous loop. That you aren't sure if you ever got it right, like am I, am I just thinking wrong, or what, is this possible? That this is the logic that they're espousing? No, it is possible. That is what they're saying. Yeah,
1: boys, this is what's insane to me. As a follower of Christ, to watch a professing follower of Christ say such heresy and madness and trying to combat racism with racism isn't virtuous, isn't biblical. It's hypocritical and it's literal, liberal logic. Like you cannot defeat racism by being a racist. Let me repeat that, okay? You can't save a baby or a life by killing the baby. You you can't do that, okay? Mm -hmm. You you can't beat gluttony by eating more food. Doesn't work that way. Like we've tried. Oh, I've tried. I've I've got receipts. Okay,
0: (laughs) I've
1: got receipts. And the (laughs) T-shirts. You know, like you 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 can't. Okay, You, you can't beat an addiction. By doing that thing more often yep. in a nicer way. So we've already hyper inflated the problem of racism. And now keep in mind, I'm not saying the racism doesn't exist. Not saying that at all. No. Uh, listen, I have met and 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 loved on racist white people. Well,
0: and here's how we kn- I, I know. here's how you know. That we don't say that racism. We're not saying that racism doesn't exist. We're literally calling Matt Chandler a racist.
1: A racist, yeah. He's saying
0: racist things. (laughs) All right. So listen,
1: I know white racists, but guess what? They're on the white liberal side, kids. They're all over. Like throw throw a rock. White liberals are really racist. I'm
0: sorry. It used to be that the Democrats were racist. And now it's changed into that the Democrats are racist. All right. (laughs) I saw
1: a meme the other day. Democrats have been pushing masks since 1865, and it's a mask of uh, uh, a KKK member. Been pushing masks since 1865. That's yeah, fantastic. Burns and crosses. But listen, guess what, kids? There are racist white people. Spoiler alert. There are racist black people. Oopsie. There are racist Hispanic people. Que pasa gringo? There are racist Asian people. There are racist Native Americans. Native, there are racist Indians. There are racist Eastern Bloc Ruskies, okay? They're, they're everywhere, all yes. right? Racism
0: humanity, is a thing. Humanity has fallen, and yes. thus humans have a high probability of being racist. Sure. But guess what? Amongst a variety of other sins. Yes. But is that the pressing
1: number one issue facing the church
0: today? Well, they're trying to make it that way. And here's how they do it they do it by changing the definition of racism. So racism is no longer just the prejudice, which okay. is the correct definition, the original definition, like definition the racism. original intent of the word it is what racism means but they're trying to pull sleight of hand verbally by making racism the prejudice plus power thus minorities can't be racist because they don't have any power in america supposedly even though they you know they they contribute to the culture like crazy and dominate those areas you know very handily in many cases but that that's neither here nor there um, they tried. They they do this prejudice plus power thing. That's 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 just not accurate. Racism is the prejudice based on racial lines. When a racist gets power, that just makes that's just bad news for frankly everybody who isn't yeah you know, who doesn't agree with racism, you know.
1: Would that be like a pastor of a big mega church in Texas calling any black person that disagrees with them an uncle Tom? Would yes. that include yeah.
0: And he, he only has, he only has the power to call people out in his church, you know, to, to preclude them from, um, you know, uh, uh, any authority in his church. Sure. But that is power that he has over the congregation, you know, that you don't have to be a part of because we live in a free country. Praise so, Jesus. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But uh But hey. But yeah. Me, but that doesn't but To your point. <laughs> go ahead. Well, but that isn't the definition of racism. He's just a racist who has power. And now he can use that power, you know, in bad ways. It sucks. Yeah. So yeah. this is what
1: I'm getting at is this proclivity to other people. And and what's hilarious to me is the banner cry of CRT, Black Lives Matter in any, any of these heresies that we're trying to whore ourselves at the city of Shitum with, um, I I'm sorry. I just, it's so good. I have to keep using it because it's so relevant to today. Um, while we're doing this, we've been told, listen to black voices. You got to listen to black voices.
0: But now oh, in I mean, Every streaming service. Yeah. Every streaming service still has a section. It's not Black History Month. And they're still doing it. It's pretty amazing. I'm surprised. But, but here's what's amazing. Listen to black voices, but not certain black voices. Exactly. Don't listen to the book. Full we're going to go ahead and curate what black voices are worth listening to. Yeah. Listen,
1: we're all about freedom. Just certain freedoms.
0: Yes. We're Somehow, all about- some animals are more equal than others. Let me say.
2: Well, wait, 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 wait. Now Facebook just had to apologize because their, um, their AI kept, kept uh, kept misinterpreting data and turning all black people into apes. Yes. They kept what? They kept seeing chimpanzees as black people. Yeah. Oh my god. Facial yeah, recognition. Yeah. God. But here's the thing. That's not the first time this has happened.
0: YouTube had the same problem. Well Google YouTube is a Google property, right? Oh, no, you said Facebook.
2: I said Facebook. Facebook. Oh, okay. Yeah. Most recent, YouTube was like three years ago, same thing. You don't think these two companies would have gone, hey, I have this problem. What, how did you solve it? Oh, yeah, well, this is it. They only communicate
1: but with honestly, each other when they're trying to ban Alex Jones, just just being real.
2: Yeah. That's the only But on,
0: honestly, do you understand how machine learning works?
2: Uh, somewhat. Uh, I don't really go into a whole lot of that. But Basically, yeah, they
0: they have an algorithm that learns, and based on what data you feed it. All right. Oh wait. So there's a writer of the code. Well, yes, there is an originator of the code. Okay. Oh, okay. But that. But that 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 code that original algorithm um, learns. Its, it's it's a learning algorithm. So it will teach itself but you give it the parameter you know like so let's say you wanted to build to build a machine that could differentiate between types of cars well then you would feed it a bunch of pictures of cars and yeah. with the appropriate data to know which is you know which is which and then from there on it would be able to t- look at the pictures and go okay that's an Alfa Romeo okay that's a uh, you know a Maserati this is a Honda Civic you know But if you started feeding it, you know, trees and it wouldn't know that it's not a car, you know, it would just start trying to figure out how this is a car or or it would say this is not a car. I can't find it. It's possible. So really. The not racist. Creators of this algorithm probably just never fed it pictures of apes because they're not racists right you know like it's probably the most honest mistake ever but now they're having to apologize because of the you know the ridiculousness of this culture you know or maybe they are extremely racist and they thought it would be funny to feed it pictures of of apes and say that they were who knows gosh it well, would be absolutely horrible
1: i mean oh the left liberals and CRT people are really obsessed with racism because they usually are. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's classic projection. And, and I, to to kind of bring it home with Mr. Chandler, I think uh, this is another classic case of projection. Like, it, it, and we're, we, we talk at a little bit of a higher level. We happen to be some smart guys. You know, I have a piece of junk master's degree floating around here somewhere. I think there's one right here, <laughs> whatever. It's a piece of paper.
0: Now doesn't mean anything anymore. Just True. being real. And, you know, before we go touting our smartness, you know, we're also, we also are, we try to be humble and we can be I idiots mean, listen, too. Hey,
1: listen, so, I've written three books. I, it is what it is. I don't know. It just.
0: <laughs> will lead so. us to kings.
1: <laughs> hey, listen, I don't want to, I don't want to toot the horn. Go ahead, Dusty. <laughs>
2: got to be a little petty here, just a little bit, because be I'm, I'm from the Baptist background, but I understand a lot of it. Um, yep. So does that mean that um, Matt Chandler was uh, never saved, or was he always saved? Hey, I would refer you biblically to I, First
1: John. Oh no, I'll help you with this. I'd refer to <laughs> First John. Though they came for us, they never were of us. But hey, those cases happened even in the Old Testament, so. It's a good question. The best thing that he can do is repent, turn from his sins, and follow Christ. Because he may not be saved. That's possible.
0: Because ultimately, listen, you can fall in, in, that's between uh, him and God. And Hey, man. We are not. And you're to, known. What's that?
1: Hey. You're
0: yeah. Okay.
1: Now, that being said. I, 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 I bet, bet you, you we
0: all up. have fruits that we uh, <laughs> wouldn't want to well, yeah, be known for. 100%. More. That's the.
1: You know, 100%. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah well the idea of people who weren't saved preaching the Word of God is not new
0: it's well yeah the the, the, the the position of teaching is handled very very differently. very in different. the New Testament now, you know if you are a false well, teacher it does not bode well for you
1: no no not at all now high level we talk high level but let's break this down for this the smallest Simplest idea here, yes.
0: and this will probably be the end of the show for the night. Why are you yes. doing like that, bro? Why are you cutting we're, we're me We're just off, letting bro? every no. We're just letting everybody know. You know, we're trying to keep it small, short, small shareable content. And that's. But we'll that's be sorry, back t- tomorrow. Ray might not, but the show will go on. Anyway, it
1: can't go on without me. No, I'm just kidding. Now here's the thing: well, yeah, I, okay. we don't
0: want it to go on without you. You just don't want to be here anymore. That's fine. I I love you.
1: Okay? I love you. Don't be like that. Don't be like that. But I love you. Now, that being said, the reason why this is insidious, okay, from a racist level, okay, why this is racist, to literally assume that black people should have one voice Mm -hmm. is literal racism. Mm -hmm. You are no longer treating people as an individual you're not treating people by the content of their character or their thought process. You are literally whitewashing people into one like one group. You're, you're othering people. You're tribing people. You're basically putting people in a box. It's, it's just as racist as saying that all black people like watermelon. That's a racist term because guess what? I'm not a huge watermelon person. <laughs> I love me some fried chicken, but I don't like watermelon. Does that mean I'm less black? Does every, like, like that, that, that's what, what we're getting at is for Matt Chandler to stand up on a podium and say that other followers of Christ, actual father followers of Christ, we don't know. My man Dustin brought, bring, Dusty brings up a good point. We don't know. To say that black men who have a biblical worldview when it comes to critical race theory are seeking status or their AKA Uncle Tom's is literal racism. You are telling black people they should all think the same. To say those words out loud would literally be racist. But he massaged them mm-hmm. in a weird way that normies aren't going to catch it. But people like Word
0: me, Wizardry, who,
1: Word Wizardry, right? Our most famous episode of all time, please. Go back and watch that. That it's golden. Still my favorite episode we've done. Mm -hmm. Word wizardry. Okay. Minds were being blown the whole time. Okay. But my point is this. These guys will come with eloquent speech and sound doctrine, which Paul warns against this whole concept, right? And they'll massage racism into what they're saying while saying that they're not racist. This is classic bait and switch satanic speech. That's why it is so insidious. That's why it's so false. That's why it's so disgusting. You have to be mindful. You have to be in the word to be able to pick out this insanity, to understand logic. You cannot combat racism with racism. You cannot say you're not a racist while acting like a racist. You cannot put people in a box. I don't assume because Matt's a Jew that he's really good with numbers and is super wealthy and eats kosher food all the time. I don't do that. Okay. I don't assume because dusty for some reason lives in a pocket that he's some type of hillbilly white boy out in the backwoods. I don't do that to him. Okay. I'm just kidding. Hillbilly White
2: boy that lives out in the woods, but
1: I'm not going to assume that about you because that is a racist. Okay. I'm not going to do that. Okay. Listen, but I can't put that on you. Okay. I can't do that because that is racism. And especially if you're from coming from the pulpit and trying to defend your clearly racist, unbiblical point by saying other people are racist, it's absolutely laughable. And it's disgusting. So I would encourage Matt Chandler that if he actually is a brother in Christ, repent, turn from your sins, and follow Christ. If he's not, man, that's going to be bad if he dies. So make sure that you turn, no matter what, where you're at turn from your sin acknowledge it follow christ sadly there have been other things that matt still hasn't repented of i don't think ever is going to because at this place it sounded like first john more than anything else mm-hmm. uh information might... status it can, uh, can get Ugh. to you it can get to you you start being popular you start making that money you Start becoming a king, you see a Bathsheba, and stuff goes bad fast. Mm-hmm. So, make sure,
0: make sure all of us. Well, let's pray that he f- has a Nathan in his life that will, uh, amen, that will stand up and say, You are that man, Matt Chandler. You sure his name wasn't Dusty? I think his name was Dusty, <laughs> maybe Dusty. Um, now I, w- I wanted to say, I was thinking, in fact. Like you were saying like hey, I I won't assume that because Dusty lives in a popka that he's, you know, um whatever you said. Though <laughs> I don't even remember what the the uh, hillbilly or whatever, you know, white trash guy. I would okay. never assume that yeah, about yeah. Him. Well, I hillbilly him. and white trash can be pejoratives, but to say that he likes, you know, to you know to say that like, you know, he likes to be out in the woods and go hunting and uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera. You know, I'm not going to assume that that's less racist than thinking that he thinks a certain way, you know, to me, like it's even more insidious to say that you are all, you, you, you are of this race. Thus you must have these specific set of ideas that's even m- grosser than, you know, you are of this race than you, gen- you know, in this area. So generally you probably like this type of food, you know? I wouldn't
1: say it's more or less. I, I would say that it's it's equally like, I-,
0: I don't assume
1: who you are because of your melanin count. And well, when I say white trash, Dusty, yeah, I'm kidding. Because but like am half white trash, okay, so, so I own it. Okay, I'm just saying.
0: There are... <laughs> I'm of a mind that there are stereotypes for reasons. Now it would be foolish again to assume that every individual follows the stereotypes. Correct. And of course there are some stereotypes and you also have to weigh the stereotypes because some of them are really bad, you know?
1: Yeah. It might be safer just to not play that game.
0: Well, yeah, no, but like, okay.
1: Dave Chappelle,
0: Dave Chappelle had, had a classic joke, you know, if you're walking down the street and you see a bald white guy wearing leather, you're not going to stay on that side of the street, are you? You know? No. Oh, you're going to be the guy who's like, well, I'm not going to assume. So, listen. No, you you, you, you take the precautions probably- that you take and it's perfectly reasonable to take those precautions. See, like we go yes. too far always in either direction. When we can be in the middle and we can treat individuals like individuals and also live rationally based on, you know, things we see on a day-to-day basis, right?
2: Example, I'm not going to walk down Par- uh, Paramore because, well, it's dangerous.
0: Yes.
1: All I would say is this, to, to, to say, I, this is what I would say, boys. I would say this, the end of the day, um, it's wise to be wise. And what I mean by that is the Bible calls us to be Bereans, mm-hmm. okay? The prophet Stone Cold Steve Austin used to say, do not trust anyone. D-T-A, don't trust anybody, okay? I, now, again, I'm not gonna assume the worst in people. I'm not yes. gonna assume the best in people. I'm gonna treat people as they come. That's That's kind of how it is. And what I would say is this, at the end of the day, to assume anything based on your skin color is myopic at were at at the least and especially if that's the
0: only factor going into your 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 calculations
1: but especially if you're a pastor who's defending a very non-biblical stance and trying to justify your biblical stance by affirmation of other people who are affirming an unbiblical stance. And if they don't affirm that unbiblical stance, well, they're a sellout, Uncle Tom, that's where you're going to find some heat. And that's where you're going to find some really bad heart issues that you may not be from us. Just saying. That's all I'm trying to say. You feel me? You feel me, brothers? Gentlemen, it's been fun. Thank you for letting me invade the show today on the live version because I needed to get this off my chest. I need, there was a lot of, heat being generated today, and and I wanted to make sure I address this in the most biblical fashion possible by citing Shittim and the whoring of the women of Moab at that point, but I want to say that one more time just because I can get away with saying that word and and not get in trouble, so I I just wanted to do it. I wanted to call out Matt Chandler uh, for a clearly unbiblical stance, and I appreciate you boys for allowing me to join the Council of Kings because I'm out here in Idaho Idaho fighting a potato famine right now and i'm just trying to
0: do this right you feel me i hear you we got some uh, we got some wine for you when you get back so amen brother i'm excited (laughs) i'm excited (laughs) dusty matt
1: ray appreciate you guys
0: (laughs) yes and you've been watching plausible foolishness home of the rube empire where the people are free the taxes are voluntary, and we serve freshly roasted liberal logic now every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 9.30 p.m. Right here on Twitch.tv slash PossibleFoolishness, YouTube, Facebook Live, Rumble, uh, anywhere you can get a podcast, Instagram, and Minds.com. Peace out. jump inside of my spaceship Where you going? We gon' meet up somewhere. Earth is going. Got you saying a prayer. In the moment, we ain't going nowhere.